This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op, offering fuel, food, and drinks on Highway 13. Arcola Co-op, you're at home here. Today, Canadian Western Agribition officially opened today with the burning of the brand hosted by the Souter family. Chris Souter of Redverse was the founding president of Agribition. We have major highlights from Agribition's 50th anniversary show, including a chat with President Chris Lees of Arcola, CEO Chris Lane, Agriculture Minister David Merritt, and the show chair of the Canadian Bison Sale at Agribition. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call one 800 324 7778 and brought to you by farm fresh water they'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca canadian western agribition officially kicked off this morning in regina after being cancelled last year due to covid19 the show kicked off with the official burning of the brand hosted by the Souter family chris Souter of redverse was the founding president of agribition Current president Chris Lees of Arcola says the show is celebrating its 50th anniversary. We are so excited. I mean, it's 700 and some days since we were last here, and uh, optimism is skyrocketing. Um, the exhibitors that are here, I mean, they're just glad to be back, and they're, they're all saying the exact same thing. Man, it's just good to be here with other people. What are some of the highlights? Uh, Agribition, the ag- cattle are the, in the backbone of Agribition. This is our 50th year, and we're so excited to have it as our anniversary and can't wait to get it going. You know, the agriculture has seen some ups and downs, and certainly you get this year with the drought it's been a it's been a challenge but my god the people that are here they're here and they are excited and they can't wait to get this thing going sounds like the cattlemen and the farmers just want to get involved again with a public gathering they certainly do i mean um all the guys out there are saying the exact same thing god it's great to be here but there's people here we're we're visiting we're talking their old friends are back they haven't seen them in two years and they're just loving every minute of it agribition though is a marketplace definitely it's a marketplace i mean this is a world-class event show. Agribition has grown to be one of the best in the world, and our genetics and, and our farm implements and new inventions all the time, you know, they're going all over the world, and we're just excited to be able to display them. What kind of international attendance are you hoping for? You know, at one time we didn't know who would be here, but I think we have a number of guests coming from other countries, and um, of course every show and, and sale will be online, so they're going to be a part of it no matter how, whether they're here in attendance or not, they're going to be able to watch it. Which countries are you hoping to see show some great interest in agribition? The UK is going to be here, um, there's a few from Australia, New Zealand, the United States, they're, they're, they're coming. Do you see business happening here as usual? Oh, for sure. 100% for sure. They are definitely looking for new genetics. They haven't been here in two years, and they're glad to be back. So sales could be strong? Certainly hoping so. Cattle industry seems to be having some ups and downs. Your thoughts on the cattle industry? You you nailed it right there on the, you know, 
it's ups and downs and uh, certainly with the drought it's been a it's been a challenging year and uh, cattlemen are fighting through it um, scraping away and trying to find as much feed as they can and uh, it'll be all right in the end it always is we just work hard and we dig a little deeper and and try and ride the highs and the lows 50th anniversary big show this year big show we're down a few head, but you know that's to be expected over the way the year's gone and the way the economy's gone and the way the drought has been. But um, certainly, everybody that's here wants to be here, and we're optimistic that it's going to be one of the best ever. Still, 2,500 livestock. Uh, 2,500 yeah. 2, head of cattle on grounds. There's 1,200 on halter. We're pretty even with where we've been in the past few years, and uh, certainly looking forward to getting started. Highlights this week. What are some of the key highlights for you? Got the, for example, uh, major trade show. Major trade show. The trade show is up and running. Um, Maple Leafs rodeo, jousting. Of course, the cattle shows and sales. They're all just glad to be here and getting going. Chris Lees is the president of Canadian Western Agribition. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca The Saskatchewan government has signed a new sponsorship agreement with Canadian Western Agribition, providing $250,000 over the next five years. Agriculture Minister David Merritt made the announcement at the official opening of the show today. Official opening, the burning of the brand, and to bring greetings on behalf of uh, Premier Scott Moe and the government of Saskatchewan. So I'm excited that we're here live again and uh, seeing people in the facilities. It's great, great to see, Jim. Are you expecting to see a lot of business here this this week? Yeah, I am. I'm really hoping to see, you know, uh, there's obviously we've heard there's some countries that are going to be here, so it's good to see that and see some business. But obviously it's really about the exhibitors and showcasing their livestock wares and all of it and, and people to uh, see that. And uh, it's just great to have people back in the building and uh, seeing livestock for what it is and seeing the industry grow the way we want to see it grow. They're expecting several international visitors from yeah. a, from around the world. Yeah, and you know, I mean, the last time we had the show live, there was uh, delegations from over 80 different countries here, Jim. So I don't know what number we'll get to this year, but I mean, if we see anything, you know, it's it's going to be great for the uh, for the organizers and and the whole exhibition to see people here from other countries, really looking for genetics, and that's what they're here for to look at improving their livestock back in their own countries. So yeah, it's it's great to see this show going again. It really is. You've got an announcement today. Yeah, we do. We're uh, we're obviously going to renew the contract with Canadian Western Exhibition for sponsorship. We're a major sponsor. We think that obviously this uh, this show is very important, not only to Regina but to the province, but to the government of Saskatchewan as well. So we want to show that we're partners in that, and we'll announce a, a renewal of five years and two hundred fifty thousand dollars. How does that compare with the previous five years? Well, before it was a four-year two hundred, so now we're going five years two fifty, just to give them a little more consistency and a little more time. So it'll roll out twenty twenty-two till the end of 2026. And what does the money go for? Well, it's just sponsorship so that they can use it to attract uh, people here and to really help them uh, get the show on the ground and, and start uh, working that way. So it's just a sponsorship role that we give and, and just to recognize the importance that they do. So it's good to see that. We'll also be talking about the the uh, Ag Mentorship Program, which Canadian Western Ag Commission, they facilitate that for us. So the entries are open for that again now. So we're excited about that as well. 
Do you see the $250,000 as money well spent? Yes, it is. I think it's a, it's a great investment on, on behalf of the province for, you know, for the Canadian Western Agribition because look what it does for the province in the livestock sector. It just brings in people from all over the world. It showcases, you know, the industry here. I mean, what our top breeders are doing in this province, I mean, we've got some of the top genetics in the world. That's why they're here. So it really helps uh, us to show our appreciation for those ranchers that, that do do business here in the province of Saskatchewan to really improve their genetics and really showcase it on a, on a global stage. COVID-19, of course, cancelled the show last year. This year, it's going to have some impact. Yeah, it is. It's obviously going to have an impact. Uh, I just want to really commend, uh, you know, Chris and the entire board of directors and the entire team. And there's a, there's a group here that really have to be recognized, and that's the volunteers. They have a great group of volunteers here to put this show on, and they really have to be, all of them have to be commended to get the show back under, you know, under going again, under the rules that they're under, but at least we're going to have a show and people are going to be here. I think it's going to be a great show. I think people are want to get out and they're going to want to see what's going on. So I'm really looking forward to the week, Jim. I really am. We had quite a drought this year. Uh, thoughts on drought aid, any changes, and uh, next year? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll always worry about next year, next year, but uh, we're really looking at, uh, you know, the ag sector, what we did, but really in the livestock sector. I think we did some good things to really help you know, the, the, the cattle guys really and the livestock guys keep their herds. And obviously some had to downsize as a result of feed or water situations. But I think we've done, you know, a pretty good job. The $200 a head that'll roll out uh, is going to help them buy feed or to at least transport feed. And I think with the crop insurance write-off, that really helped to raise those thresholds. There was quite a bit of crop that was salvaged that way. And even on the farm and ranch water thing, increasing that allowed uh, a lot of producers to uh, dig wells or things like that. I know some young producers that did it and they actually talked to me and thanked me for it. So it's nice to see that. Stock growers have asked for an extension past the March uh, deadline for next spring. Any thoughts? Well, I mean, it's something we're going to have to look at. Well, you know, it's, uh, obviously it's a partnership with the federal government as well. So we'd have to ha have some communication with them as well to see if that's going to happen. I've, we're going to have a look at it just to see how many applications are being delayed and things like that. And we'll see where it, go where it goes. But uh, I haven't ruled it out. Agriculture Minister David Merritt speaking at Agribition this morning. This has also been brought to you, this segment, by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your RealAgriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I am joined right now by Dr. Tim McAllister. He is a research scientist in ruminant nutrition and microbiology at AAFC Lethbridge. How does a cow produce methane emissions? Well, beef cattle produce methane. You know, it's a it's a natural part of the microbiological fermentation that takes place in the in their stomach, the rumen, uh, and it's really why cattle can digest, you know, forages and uh, basically feeds high in plant cell walls uh, because those microbes work together uh, to carry out the digestion of those plant cell walls or that fiber and uh, one of the end products of that process is methane. There's uh, Microbes in the rumen, they're called archaea. They're actually not bacteria, but they their final role is to take uh, 
the hydrogen that's produced and combine it with carbon dioxide to produce methane, and that methane gas is then emitted uh, from the rumen through eructation primarily or even through the respiration. You often hear them talk about car cow farts. That's often a thing that the press picks up on, but mm-hmm. very little, that's, you know, 2 to 5% of the methane actually exits out of the hind end of the animal, the majority comes out of the front. But basically those methanogens can persist in any environment, which is what we call anaerobic, which means it lacks oxygen. The uh, methanogens are very sensitive to oxygen. Oxygen will kill them. So when if you look at anaerobic environments like uh, landfills, for example, or swamps and sloughs or bogs, you know, peat bogs, those kinds of environments, which tend to exclude oxygen, methanogens can also survive in those environments and they produce methane as well from those environments at the same time. So if we are going to reduce the methane emissions coming from cattle, is it about lessening the amount that they burp or is it about lessening what they're actually burping up? Well, it it, it depends on how you measure that. So if you measure that, like per kilogram of feed they consume, how much methane do they produce per kilogram of feed they consume? Uh, and uh, we already have ways, we know by changing the diets, we can change the amount of methane per kilogram of feed. If we express it, uh, methane emissions per kilogram of animal produced, like per kilogram of carcass, uh, then we can also change the diet. That starts to get into efficiency. So if we feed a, a high grain diet, then you've got emissions that take place. There is the methane emissions from a grain diet, but the amount of emissions per kilogram of meat produced is much lower than with on a forage-based diet. So we already know there are things like that that we can change. And when you start to use, we call that measuring or assessing methane on an intensity basis. When you use those types of metrics to estimate methane, then it really takes into account efficiency. So if you improve feed efficiency in the uh, cattle, then you'll also lower methane emissions per kilogram of, of meat or beef p- produced as well. So a lot of it depends on, on how you're making the measurements to begin with. That's interesting that uh, in an intensive livestock, like a, a feed yard, on an efficiency basis, there's less methane emissions than if we were finishing an animal in a pasture on forage. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because that, a lot of that has to do with the feed efficiency, right? So the feed efficiency in a, in a forage-based system is, you know, six to seven uh, kilograms of, of feed consumed per kilogram of beef produced, whereas if you're looking at a, at a feedlot diet, then that becomes more, you know, four to five kilograms of feed or even less. Uh, per kilogram of, of beef produced. So that really becomes a factor. And, you know, that's really part of what, you know, we've had these improvements in efficiency that have occurred over the industry for a number of years. And and when we did a study, we did do a study back a couple of years ago where we showed that uh, we had reduced the carbon footprint of beef as a result over a 30-year period by 15% as a result of the improvements in those efficiencies. And those come from improved nutrition, improved genetics, 
the use of performing enhancing and technologies, you know, that improve feed efficiency, like implants and other technologies that can lead to a reduction in that emissions footprint on an intensity basis. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Partly cloudy, wind south 20, the high plus 1, the low minus 4 today. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon. Wind northwest 20, the high plus 3 tomorrow. 40% chance of evening flurries, the low minus 14. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 10, the low minus 11. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high plus 1, the low minus 1. Friday, sunny, the high plus 6, the low minus 7. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 1, the low minus 6. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 0. Normal high for this date, minus 4, the normal low, minus 14. The sun rose at 8.24 this morning. It sets at 5.05 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at plus 8. The cold spot up north, Stony Rapids, minus 18. Estevan is 2, Saskatoon, minus 2. Swift Current, plus 3. Weyburn, plus 1. Yorkton, minus 4. Cloudy in Regina, minus 1. That's 30 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southeast at 8. Humidity is 77%, the barometer dropping 101.8. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus 3, winds are from the south at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy and minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Um. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, mcdougalauctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. Canadian Western Agribition officially opened today after a two-year break due to COVID-19. CEO Chris Lane says there are numerous events and health protocols in place because of the coronavirus. Agribition is built around such a great community of people. Um, you know, whether that's exhibitors or guests or families that come share the week with us. I think it's hard to put into words how exciting and how meaningful it is to see all these people you know, come back and, and, and be ready to enjoy Agribition again. That really does become what we do it for, and uh, we're excited to see some old friends and make some new ones. Chris, you talked about COVID protocols. Could you elaborate that for me? Sure. So over the last several months, we've been working on uh, a safe event plan with uh, partners in government, uh, our partners here at Real. 
And that's everything from uh, the vaccine checks you see at the gates when you come through. So before you even get to an admission gate, uh, we're doing proof of vaccination or negative tests, uh, which means that we can be pretty confident uh, that everybody on the inside of Agribition has already been has already been checked. And those gates are manned for vaccine checks 24 hours a day. Um, obviously, we've also got uh, masking protocol in effect. So there's lots of signage, lots of information, lots of communication going on around that, uh, around encouragement and information around what that looks like at the show. How big a show are you expecting this year? Well, we don't really know. We will we'll tell you when it's done. Um, we know we've got 1,200 head entered of purebred cattle and 2,500 animals will be across the grounds by the time the week is done. We've got over 300 trade show vendors. So uh, in terms of size and scale, um, you know, it's, it, it, will, it will certainly be a full aggribition. Um, really now we have, to, uh, we have to hope that the people come down and share it with us, and I think we're going to have a pretty good week. Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Aggribition. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Agribition Bison Show is being held today at Canadian Western Agribition. The show on sale chair for the Canadian Bison Association, Keegan Kitzel of Foam Lake, says the sale goes tonight. Entries total 58, he says, up from the last show two years ago. He says there are over 200 bison producers in Saskatchewan and around 500 across the country. Bison industry is doing well. It's growing. Um, Obviously, with COVID, there's some huge hurdles with just new to everybody. The retail is way up. Um, there was a lot of, well, with the shortfalls with the, some of the packing plants, with the issues they had to encounter, bison was more readily available, and consumers got tasted for the first time. Lots and lots of them are continuing to buy it. So, in some ways, COVID helped because it created demand for bison that might not have been there? I agree, definitely. A lot of people got into the place of maybe being forced to try it as a red meat because they didn't find what they wanted and the outcome has been great. There's been lots of good reviews, lots of positive feedback from the consumers and it's definitely going to help us moving forward. Usually bison demand is stronger than supply. Usually it's a hard time getting supply. Is it still the case? Uh, right now we have a little bit maybe more supply than demand because of the COVID situation but it's definitely it's leveled out everything's moving maybe for some producers the timeline isn't as well as they would like but it's 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 good things are going in Europe this US market is very strong our Canadian market is building substantially which is really really good for us why bison why raise bison it's natural to this country it's they roamed here and it's just the the original plant-based red protein and it's a very healthy very healthy meat and it's yeah the story of the bison is phenomenal. You know, they roamed here for years. They're resilient to this country, province, and tastes good. Keegan Kitzel of Foam Lake is the show on sale chair of the Canadian Bison Association's Agribition event today. The Agribition Champion Report now brought to you by 2S Auctioneers Online Auction House. Start bidding today at 2SAuctioneers.ca. And brought to you by Nelson GM and RV in Assiniboine and Avonlea. Stop by Nelson GM today or visit them online at nelsongm.ca. Agribition opened today with the burning of the brand by the Sutter family. Chris Sutter was the founding president of the annual livestock show. CEO Chris Lane says COVID-19 forced cancellation of last year's show. 
He says, this year's show is following all health care regulations. Well, I, you know, like I said, we've got uh, over 1,200 purebred uh, cattle entered and uh, expecting 2,500 across the ground through the course of the week. So, you know, that's probably a little bit smaller than where we left it in 2019, but not drastically or dramatically smaller. Um, you know, I think what's interesting about Agribition is not only are we an entertainment and social event, but we're kind of a, a, a key in the marketing calendar for these operations and these organizations. So, you know, it really is uh, it really is a business play here at Agribition and I think despite COVID the business of agriculture has never stopped you know maybe the way it's been done has changed a little bit but what we're seeing here is a strong uptake from the people who who are are, are depending on events like Agribition to do uh, the marketing work that their operation needs. The show generates over 70 million dollars in economic activity. Agribition open today wraps up Saturday November 27th. Ed. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. See Nelson GM today. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for canola rose two twenty at nine sixty eight eighty two. One red spring wheat gained eleven dollars at four fifty seven ninety two. The rest were unchanged. Durham seven oh seven seventy two. Feed barley three eighty three sixty four. Flax fourteen sixty eight sixty two. Lentils nine eighty six fifty. Oats five thirty six fifty three. Yellow peas, 608.61. Feed wheat, 261.65. On the Minneapolis Exchange, spring wheat rose 19 and three quarter cents at 10.30 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland Due to the bad weather last week, we were down to 4,600 cattle. All class of cows sold steady to $2 higher toward the end of the week. Good stocks of feeders sold 3 to $5 higher toward the end of the week. Here are the quotations. Steers, 3 to 400 pounds were traded from 225 to 269.50. 4 to 500 pounds, 210 to 245. Five six hundred pounds, one ninety to two fifteen and a half. Six seven hundred pounds, one seventy five to two o two. Seven eight hundred pounds, one sixty five to one eighty eight. Eight to nine hundred pounds, one seventy five to one eighty five. Heifers three to four hundred pound heifers were one eighty five to two o two. Four to five hundred pounds, one seventy five to one ninety three. Five six hundred pounds, one sixty seven to one ninety. Six seven hundred pounds, one sixty five to one eighty two and a half. Seven eight hundred pounds, one fifty five to one seventy. Eight to nine hundred pounds, one forty five to one sixty five. Eleven twelve hundred pound yearling heifers, one forty five to one sixty five. Just note before leaving, don't forget we got two calf sales this week. Charlie calves Thursday, twenty five hundred head. Saturday. Angus calves, 2,500 head. This has been Lee bringing the Mark Port direct from Heartland and Swift Current. 773-3174. Good day and good marketing. And the latest pork prices, 168.68 per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. 
This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Rural and urban municipalities in Saskatchewan have joined forces to launch the Saskatchewan Rural Crime Watch Association. SARM says the nonprofit group includes SARM, SUMA, Rural Crime Watch members, the RCMP, Ministry of Corrections, and Policing. It's a community-led and police-supported program to reduce criminal behavior. SARM President Ray Orb says volunteers become the eyes and ears for local police, and Rural Crime Watch has proven successful. He says areas with organized crime watch programs tend to have a significant reduction in criminal activity, including less theft, vandalism, garbage dumping, break-ins, and cattle rustling. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers is hosting a conservation agreement online virtual seminar tomorrow. The workshop with the University of BC's Conservation Decisions Lab will explore the best strategies to manage threats to biodiversity in southwest Saskatchewan. The seminar runs 12.30 to 3.30 p.m. tomorrow. As a token of appreciation, the stock growers will be offering a $50 Cowtown gift card to those who attend the Priority Threat Management Assessment Workshop tomorrow. On the markets, the TSX is down 81 points at 21,473. The Dow has risen 225 points at 35,827. Oil has gained 68 cents at 76.62 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is down 31 one-hundredths of a cent at 78.76 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good... This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.